Blog Talk Radio. Huh. Well, this is interesting this morning. I guess Blog Talk Radio isn't going to tell us that it's Blog Talk Radio. It's been a really funny morning, hasn't it? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And my voice is hilarious. There are days when I think to myself, what is wrong with my voice? And then I think, you talk all the time. (laughs) (laughs) It's your voice saying, how about giving it a rest? All right. This is your host, Dr. Deb Carlin, here on the K-Factor, where K equals kindness and the factors are all the things that lead to it. And I'm here with my co-host, Alexandra Nikolai. It's such a groovy name. I love it. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, I love it. I look forward to Thursdays. So you're one of the things I'm thankful for. Every Thursday, I'm thinking, great, I get to see that gal. No, that is so sweet. I'm thankful for Thursdays, too. I'm really enjoying it, and I appreciate the the invite to return. Well, so hey, it's not the invite to return, darling. You're booked for the rest of the year. Thursday mornings <laughs> are ours. <laughs> okay. So we've got we've got an, an, a magnificent opportunity to work with people, to introduce people in 2020 more than ever before to the things that are not bestunken, but the things that are groovy, the things that we really can be thankful for. So in the write-up that I, that I, that I did about the episode today, one of the things I said to, uh, to people is that when, when we come together, we're talking about the design of wellness. How do you like my plan works there? Yeah. Because don't you, don't you have a business that incorporates that language? What's it called? I do. Uh, yes, my company is called Design Wellness. Yeah. And I'm a, a wellness and mindfulness coach and kind of embody all the principles that, that go along with a, a full holistic approach to your health from mental, spiritual, emotional, physical. It's, it's been really great. Really, really awesome, like you mentioned, to be able to impact some lives, especially during this time. Absolutely. And, you know, it's interesting the ways in which people come into your life at just the right time, right? So I love how my forehead is so dark. (laughs) It looks like I'm wearing a hat over here. Um, the, The reality of 2020, you and I had met before all this exploded. And we were just having a rocking and rolling good time and rolling out what plans were. Uh, You were actually my advisor and um, talking with me about my business scene for 2020. And it was spectacular. And then all of a sudden it was like, you know, running into literally a brick wall. Right. And we all did. And then and then what do we all know to do? I mean, if you're going to be in wellness and I love the name of your company, Designed Wellness, you really have to figure out a design for it. So that you can pivot when something happens like this, um, you know, it's funny what the phrase that runs through my mind as soon as I said that was weapons of mass destruction. And really between civil unrest and a a virus, we, we do have those as weapons of mass destruction. So we have to pivot. So we're out of the line of fire. Mm-hmm. so that we contain the destruction and keep it on a barrier that we have as a boundary for our life, right? Right. And so I love the things that you've done with with wellness in, in Pure Bar, your, your studio, um, because you've got a, a real bricks-and-mortar place, but you've 
really taken full advantage of being able to have a virtual presence so people don't have to lose a moment. Absolutely. Yeah, that's been the goal. And that's when you mentioned pivot, that's that's what twenty twenty has meant for me and, and for a lot of people and, and for my clients. And you know, we were faced with with challenges and, and things that we didn't have a choice about. Um and so, you know, all you can really do is make the best of it. And I have found that going online, helping people, it's, you know, I can reach a, a much broader audience than just locally at my studios, which I which I love, and we do have wonderful clients coming into the studios for class. But having the opportunity to to reach further and and help people and have that connection, that I think is really important, and that's what I'm very grateful for. Obviously, that we have the, the internet um, to stay connected because. That's a lot. That's a big piece of the wellness journey for me is oh who are you surrounding yourself with? Absolutely. And are they, um, do they have the same mindset you do? Are they going in the same direction you are? Are they uplifting? Are they bringing value, uh, value added to your life? Um, and that can be in so many forms. So yeah, it's been, it's been a year of pivot for sure. And I'm still pivoting. I'm still, uh, working on some new projects and getting things going for the for the fourth quarter and um we've added a a um mansion mastermind element to uh, my coaching business yeah so we will be my business partners and i will be off to um, Athens to spend a week in a beautiful six thousand square foot home for a week as we mastermind and plot out q4 and 2021 mm-hmm. and how to get um clients uh, to be able to experience these intimate masterminds and just map out their, their business and how they're going to get from A to Z. I love that. As a matter of fact, after we talked about that privately offline yesterday, I looked up that house that you're staying at as well as the other properties in Aspen. And I'm thinking, all right, I need in, I need, <laughs> I need in on this deal. This is, you know, it's amazing. The way that we share things, sometimes people go into sharing and, and they go, oh, I could never do that. Or they think, well, only they can do that. I can't do that. I don't. I think to myself, this is awesome. Thank you for that inspiration and that sharing. Because it lifts me into another reality. Like if, if other people are doing this, then you can be doing this. Just do it. Just gather the people and, and the resources will happen. And then you you have everything just, you know, unfold. So let me ask you a question tactically as we're being thankful. Um, I am really thankful for the ways in which I've been able to travel across the course of my life and yeah. and see a lot of the world. That's been marvelous, right? We've both had that experience. And in, up until this year, well, really 9-11 changed a lot in the way of travel. The pleasure of travel mm-hmm. shifted, talk about a pivot, shifted dramatically with 9-11. But in 2020, I have not even entertained the idea of getting on an airplane. But you have. You've been flying back and forth. I have. And so tell me, are you thankful for your courage? Are you thankful for the things that airlines are doing? Are you Are you thinking, can you educate us about how we should be thankful for whatever it is that's happening with air travel? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I have been flying, and... Uh, my, I also am like you, I love to travel. So when this whole thing hit, um, 
of course, initially I didn't, I didn't fly. Um, but yeah. as time went on, I just came to the point where I knew for, for me personally, I need that connection. Yeah. Um, and being a coach and being in, involved in masterminds and having my own mastermind, I really get so much value from being in person, um, networking with people. It really fills my tank back up because yeah. I'm so grateful yeah. um, that I was able to do that. So with regards to the airlines, um, it has been an interesting experience. It's from when I first began to travel a couple of months ago, you know, the Atlanta airport, it's really the hub for where we go through them in Florida, um, was like a ghost town. But this my most recent trip. To me, I did not notice. Um, I, it looked it looked normal, like it was pa- it was packed. Really, uh, but everybody's wearing masks. So yeah. one of the things I have noticed, which is interesting, since when I began to start flying, let's say that was, I think I probably flew like mid, let's say mid June was probably mm. the first time I started traveling. Yeah, mid June. Um, half like half were wearing masks, some weren't. The airplane, you'd get on the plane, people take it off immediately when they sat down. Whereas now the mask rule is significantly stricter. So it's like it's gone. You would think it would have gone in the opposite direction, which I think is great. Um, I'm happy happy to wear, you know, there's all the varying opinions and all the things, and that's, that's fine. But, you know, if it, if it's going to help, I'll wear it. But anyway, the flight attendants, if they catch you without a mask on, they, they, they ask you to put it back on unless you're eating or drinking. So they're definitely monitoring it a lot more, which I thought was good. And then another thing that I really am grateful for is I am not – trying to plug an airline because I don't, I don't work for them or do anything, but I primarily fly Delta. Okay. So I have um, status with them. So I, whenever I can, I fly with them. I can check my bag for free, all the things I get upgraded and stuff. So what they are doing in their industry leading in this is um, they're not selling middle seats still. And yeah, hallelujah. Those middle seats should have never been invented. <laughs> it's all, so now, I mean, honestly, you know, it's, it's nice because one, I don't want anyone in the middle seat. I never did. No, so now I really don't want anyone in the middle seat. And so by default, nobody's next to me. And then if you're in first class, they're only selling one seat because it's usually two. Mm-hmm. So I'll just give one unless you're, you know, unless it's your family, then you can sit, you know, you can sit three in a row if you're traveling with people you live with. And yeah. so I flew an American flight. I, I had to uh, recently and, you know, they had us packed in there and I, I can't say I was super comfortable with it. Um, but everyone wore their mask. It was fine. But I definitely am more comfortable with Delta when the planes are a little bit less full. That being said, I don't know how long they can survive like that. I know economically it's been a real struggle for the airlines. So it's it's kind of a catch-22. But I am grateful that I can, that I do have the courage to fly. I do feel very safe when I'm when I'm in the airport. I, I just follow all the rules, all the guidelines that they recommend and the hand sanitizer and everything. And it's, um, it's affording me to keep continuing and it's, it's one of the reasons why I've been able to pivot my business is being in person and these uh, networking things and, mm-hmm. and meeting people. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's not for everyone, but if, if, you, if you're ready to go, jump on the plane because they're waiting for you. So <clears throat> I think that's really good news to hear. Um, I think that air travel, when I, when I was a child and flying, it was, you would get kind of dressed up to go on an airplane, you know, and, and you would, um, you know, you, you would just get on with one little purse. Now people are traveling with their stuffed animals and their blankies and their pillows and 
they're people are coming out in public in their pajamas. Let's I mean, what yeah. are you doing? So it's one of the things that the virus has done, if if one of the things that it's done is insisted <clears throat> that you clean up <clears throat> Wash your hands, <laughs> yeah. and it, you know the masks. I think are 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 awful. I mean, I hate every bit of it. Yeah. I I don't like having my breath be my own. It's I don't care what anybody says. The science is the science, and it's not healthy. Yeah. But it has been disgusting the way that people get on and they cough and they hack and they're wiping their nose and I mean just touching everything. Now I'm clearing my throat, but. You know, I think about that. I, I, I had a conversation with somebody yesterday. I said, by the way, when you're wearing a mask and you're coughing and you're breathing that in, all your own junk there, and I said, you know, I never thought about it, but it's really kind of a face diaper. And I thought, oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> and I really don't want to wear it. But, yeah. but the yeah, point I is, but the point like is, it's hard to fly for four. I mean, <clears throat> you ought to be changing you know, them. You really ought to be changing them like every, you know, 20 minutes or half hour or something because they do get toxic. But the the idea, I love that you've got gratitude and thankfulness about the way in which you feel that you feel courageous enough to do the flights and that you are comfortable doing it and that you're not just comfortable, you feel safe. Yeah. And, and, And I think that that's a really good thing for people to hear because, you know, I feel pinched. By the idea that I don't want to plan anything where I have to fly. And I'm trying to plan events for this year. Then I'm thinking, well, I could drive to, then I'm thinking, well. Yeah. So then. It's it's difficult. It is. And yeah, you know, the the math thing is, it's either that or I can't fly. So I just have to wear, you know, um, and I don't know the irony that you you have to take it off to eat and drink. So is the virus not <laughs> not there when you're eating and drinking? So you know it is what it is. But it's either that or I can't get on the plane. Right. And, it is uh, ironic. I'm just, I'm just at where I'm just I'm just meeting them where they're at, and that is what it is. So I'm going to tell you what I'm I'm thankful today, in particular for you and for your healthy attitude about this. Oh, seriously, you. because. You know, if if I were out here talking about it myself, people would get my impression without your influence. And I think your influence is obviously very healthy because you're you're going through adaptation and saying, look, I'm meeting people where they're at. If these are the rules and this is what we need to do, then this is what I'll do. Now, you know, if it comes to the point where I have to put myself in an inflatable bubble Maybe I'll reconsider, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. And then, and then, and also, you have the thankfulness of you're meeting with your mastermind executive team for the planning, and and you will all be there, be safe. You'll know mm-hmm. that one another is is healthy, and you'll be able to relax while you're together. So you get a reward at the end of your journey for this wonderful yeah. meeting that you're going to have. I think I think that that. That's amazing. Now, 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 talk about the ways in which the events that you've been going to, that have been um, mastermind networks, are those are those large events? Are they limited to a certain number of people? Yeah, no, not large events. No, they're they're small. Um, 
and I think the I think it was maybe 15 people were that was the most. And then this next trip with my uh, with my business partners yeah. at the board, so basically it's just the board of directors for this company, the coaching company. It'll just be five of us. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a five bedroom, five bath house. So we'll have our own all of our own space. Um, you know, we'll take temperatures, all, you know, all the things. Um, same for that last mastermind. We had, you had to take temperatures. You had to certify, you know, that you hadn't been in contact with anyone that had symptoms, you know, things like that to keep everybody safe. And, you know, that's been a couple of months and we haven't had, we would have been notified, you know, of right. course if something happened. So um, that was a success. And then the only, the couple other trips I'm doing, I actually just have a friend um, that, I've been, that I visit. So it was just one-on-one and, you know, when I'm home here, I, since I am self-employed, I do keep to myself quite a bit. So I don't have a huge circle. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, getting on the plane is probably the most I'm around anyone. And then, you know, even visiting visiting my friends, we, we just kind of do our own thing mm-hmm. as well. Um, I'm, I'm fine with that. We have all been forced into being selective. And I'll tell you something I'm really thankful for. I decided actually in in 2019, I think it was right at the end of 2018, going into 2019, I had mm-hmm. been really um, searching every networking group that was within my region and going to all these different meetings. And sometimes I would do a dozen networking things in a week. And I did it for months. Oh. I know. I did. I did. I just <laughs> zoomed all over the place. And there's a part of that, that a percentage of that, that was really interesting. And then I got to the point where I would go in and I would look at everybody and I thought, you know, the problem with a lot of the networking is that everybody's there sort of desperate. I wonder mm-hmm. if I can get business from you. I wonder if I can get help from you. Um, and, and, and people then just showing up and it's almost like they want to drop off their card and then you should, you know, it's like a live Facebook. Yeah. You know, and I thought to myself, the value that I'm not getting, um, this is this is very, instead of being energizing, I'm finding myself needing to be energetic, but I'm starting to feel drained from it. And I started thinking um, more negative things about going out and mingling with people and then noticing when people were sick and they'd show up and you'd say, hi, how are you? Oh, gosh, I've got the flu. Thanks so much for coming out. What are you doing right. here? You know. Right. So I think that that with the with the virus, as much as I hate it and think that a lot of it is is um a bit over the top, I uh, if it where if it if it raises awareness, I'm mighty thankful for that. I agree. Yeah, 